Welcome back to Made in March. Today is Monday, February 24th. And Wesley, we are how many days away from Selection Sunday? 20 days from Selection Sunday. Oh, 20 yes. days. And here at Made in March, we're your one-stop shop for everything college basketball as March Madness draws closer and closer and closer. Uh, yeah, but don't take it from us. We've got fans giving us five-star reviews. We've already read some off and great reviews, by the way. Uh, we got a new one that we will read off to you guys to start off this podcast coming from MM Bracket Predictions on Instagram. Um, he says, yo, bro, I'm the guy MM Bracket Predictions, but for real, though, I've been listening to these shows since last year. Never got to reviewing it, but it helped me win my March Madness Bracket last year, and I rolled in a grand. Thanks, bros. Much love. Keep up the fine work. So he likes the work we're doing. This guy rolled in a grand. He knows what podcasts are good to listen to to make money in March. And he says that we are one of those podcasts. You will want to listen to us going forward. With Selection Sunday coming up, make sure you're tuning into these episodes, and we will help you win your bracket. Yeah, make sure you, if you write us a five-star review, we will read it aloud on the show. That's kind of the deal we have going. You want to ask us a question, plug your uh, Twitter or Instagram handle. Any of that, um, you can do that as long as you write us a five-star review. So that's kind of the deal we got going on. And once again, follow us on uh, Instagram at Made in March Podcast underscores between every word. We're coming out with increasing content on there. Um, really starting to kind of build up a good base there on Instagram, so make sure you follow us there. Yeah, we just recently reached 425 followers. So we're, we're growing uh, largely, one of the fastest-growing uh, college basketball podcasts in the nation Absolutely. and in the world. So. Without further ado, shall we get into the new AP Top 25? Absolutely. What a crazy Saturday. Unbelievable. The number one, especially. Two and four teams in the nation all lost. And three didn't lose because they played the one. That's the reason. Yeah, Baylor lost, uh, Gonzaga lost, and San Diego State lost for the first time this year. Unbelievable. And all three of these teams came into this weekend with, what, over a 20-game win streak? All three of them? Yeah. I believe so. But the new number one, the Kansas Jayhawks, 62 votes. Indisputable. Well deserved. Really. Indisputable. Indisputable. Really. Indisputable. Exactly. As is the number two ranking of Baylor coming in at number two, only dropping yeah. one spot. They lost to number one, Kansas. So, I mean. Yeah, how, bad is, how bad is the three point loss to the now number one team in the nation really going to do to your They traded now? wins, and surprisingly, both came on the road. Yeah, yeah. that was That was, that crazy. was surprising. Uh, number three, the Zags. Kind of an embarrassing loss. Tough loss. Tough I'd say losing. embarrassing. After we slandered BYU. Not embarrassing. Losing to BYU, a ranked BYU on the yes. road is not an embarrassing but loss. But it was like a 15-point loss. Yoey yeah. Childs, TJ Haas. They got some good players. Yeah, they, they do. BYU. I'm uh, now respecting them. Now in the top four, the Dayton Flyers, a sneaky 25-2. and two. the we've, we've been talking about them since the beginning of this season. Absolutely. And if you tuned in, you would have known that. And for those of you who did tune in, you've had a step of a step ahead for quite a while. One on, step ahead. That's on, my life slogan. On Obi Toppin and the Dayton Flyers, because man, have they played some good basketball? They've gone through the adversity of playing in tight games. They know how to win, mm-hmm. and now they're just a dominant. Think about both their losses. Both their losses are overtime losses to Kansas. Kansas one of them to Kansas. One of them to Kansas. The one one. And one of them to Colorado, and that was on a buzzer beater. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they got the best player in the nation, so they can do anything. Obi Toppin. Yes, Let's sir. not forget about Jalen Crutcher. Luka he Garza flies under the Obi radar. Jalen Crutcher on Dayton flies under the radar too. Yeah, he absolutely does. Uh, not no, a, not under our radar, but uh, under the uh, college basketball world's radar. I guess. Yes. And then number five, uh, San Diego State Aztecs moving now one spot. You know what? I'm glad that they didn't bump them down a lot of spots. I am I, too. I'm glad that they deserve their respect. Although yeah. they're a one loss team. Yeah, although we like to criticize the AP poll, I think they got it done here with this top five. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you could make an argument for them to drop further, considering their loss to UNLV this past Saturday. But was, it's only one loss. Was a quadrant three loss, but it's still only one loss. I agree. Just throwing it out there. That's fair. And then we have Florida State moving up two spots to number six, and Duke coming in at number seven, moving down one. Duke did beat Florida State. However, Duke lost. Florida State won. Yeah, Duke lost to NC State. If and they Florida, had Florida State beat NC State, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they yeah. did on the road. So the transit of property says. Good good bounce back week <laughs> for Florida State after kind of a rough yeah. week the week before. Uh, Duke, I still believe in this team, uh, even after the loss to Markel Johnson and NC State. And then we have 8-9, and nine, Kentucky and Maryland. What can I say about Kentucky? They yes, just sir. keep rolling. Me and Alex they have been talking rolling. about them. They're good. They have been playing quality basketball lately. Guard play on Kentucky has just been exceptional, and I think that's just going to ratchet up going forward. So then we 
Any comments on Maryland? Or mm. We like that mm. ranking. Nine is about good for them. It's a solid ranking for Maryland. Uh, Creighton, top 10. Creighton moving up five higher spots. than a lot of other people. Moving up five spots from 15 to 10. The Creighton, to Blue Jays. Creighton is a dark horse Final Four team. Let's just say it. I didn't get to talk about it on Thursday because I wasn't here. But wow, did they look dominant in that Marquette game. Oh, unbelievable. I was being, and we'll being get at to that it. game. It was, yeah. But they looked dominant in their game versus Butler we on was, Sunday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Back-to-back dominant top They were up 30 points most of that game. Uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, then we have Louisville at 11, Villanova at 12. These two retain their spots. And then we have Seton Hall at 13, moving up three, and Oregon at 14, who also retain their spots. Yeah, not much happening there. Yeah, the only three teams to retain their spots were Louisville, Villanova, and Oregon. All it's pretty crazy. No. No, or there's a one. There's Seton Hall is at 13. You're right. Splits them up. I mean, I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of this Oregon team. I don't like them as a 14. I don't I mean, either. I mean, they, they can get ranked 14, and I respect it, but I still don't like what Yeah, you're still out. like, uh, not picking them. I, I think don't. that's right where, they're be- where they belong. They've got a ton of top 25 Q1 wins this year. I mean, yeah, yes, they don't win by much, but they get the job done. Yeah, but then if you look at them, like, I want to say, like, three of those wins are against... Two of them versus Arizona and one of them versus Colorado, which we've all kind of agreed that the Pac-12 is somewhat fraudulent as a conference. Yeah, as a whole. So you can make an argument that those wins yes. maybe aren't as good as, like, say a Big Ten team having a bunch of top 25 wins. Like, Iowa and Wisconsin, by the way, have the highest amount of quad one wins in the Big Ten, I think, is what I saw. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sounds right. Uh, but then we have Auburn at 15, who's 23-4 and four and dropped two spots. They had another loss. They're still 23-4. and four. Is 15 too low for Auburn? Too low as in they should be ranked better? They should be ranked They should higher. be ranked above Oregon, personally. They should be? They should? Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. I, I agree. I don't know. They, they really don't pass the eye test. I mean... Neither does Oregon, though, for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's fair. So I think Auburn should be ahead of Oregon. Wesley thinks so. Charlie? I'm going to go with... It's kind of indifferent. It, yeah, I'm indifferent. I don't really care. Like, the AP poll kind of loses relevancy as you get further and further towards the end of the year. That's and fair. And what really matters is your tourney resume. So That's fair. That would be correct. And then we have our biggest faller. Penn State drops from 9 to 16. When you're the top dog in the Big Ten, it's hard to retain that spot. We see this over and over again. It was Michigan State earlier. Michigan State's kind of fallen a little bit in the Big Ten. And this week we saw it with Penn State and Maryland. Mm-hmm. They each had some loss. Some yeah, it's very stuff. tough to stay atop the Big Ten. Although, Penn State's losses, I mean, didn't they lose to Indiana? Yeah, on Indi- Indiana. Yeah. That was on the road. And Assembly, Assembly Hall, Hall is not an easy place to play. And Lamar Stevens still had a fantastic game. Yes, Lamar, Lamar Stevens is so consistent. It's unbelievable. One of the most underrated players in the country. I wasn't on last podcast to say that, but I feel like But you agree with Wesley's take. Yes, I do agree with Wesley's take. Uh, and then we have one of our biggest risers, BYU. The Cougs moved up from 23 to 17, six this, spots. This solidifies their spot in the tourney this year. I think. Yeah, that was a big win. It absolutely was. Wesley... We need to apologize to BYU. Yep, we will apologize. I, I, I need Sincerely. to. Sincerely. I signed the declaration of apology. I think all of us here were kind of slandering BYU. Last week, they got ranked 23rd. We're like, what, it, Seven what have team. they done? They almost lost to Terrell. Seven lost team like... in the WCC. What are they doing? But then they beat the Zags, who had only one loss entry in this game. And that loss was to Michigan, when yeah. Michigan was hot. And by the way, they're getting hot again. 18, Iowa. And the biggest riser, number 19, Michigan, going up seven spots. So these are two very good teams, in my opinion. And that might be a yeah. little bit biased. Yeah, slightly. Luke's but two I favorite think, teams. I think Iowa's actually not as good as people think they are. And I think Michigan is better than people think they are. That's, I agree with that. And I called this Michigan hot streak a few podcasts ago. They had the schedule you to do it. did. Yeah, yeah, Alex was on it, too. And they've executed. They're playing really good basketball right now. As long so. as Livers is healthy and playing for Michigan, I am fully bought in. Because then those key players can contribute elsewhere, mm-hmm. and some attention's drawn off of them. But then we have West Virginia at twenty frauds, garbage, frauds, 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 frauds. frauds. <laughs> uh, you can't hurt by just no no real offense for them. Yeah, they lost to uh, medium rare horned frogs. So oh, they that's lost embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, but then we have Colorado uh, at twenty one, Texas Tech at twenty two, and then we have two Big Ten teams, twenty three and twenty four, with Ohio State and Michigan. How? Ohio State and Michigan, Michigan State. State. Michigan State. State. I apologize. How exactly is Texas Tech getting ranked? Like every week when they <laughs> when they like like Texas Tech. Oh, they didn't lose this week. Let's just rank them. Who is yeah, it? Let, let me let me know. say this. And I like Texas Tech. I do too. You have Texas Tech twenty two, Ohio State twenty three, Michigan State twenty four. All teams are eighteen and nine. I do not think Texas Tech has a better resume than either Ohio State or Michigan State, especially coming off Ohio State's last win. Yeah, 
So I think that Texas Tech should be on the bottom of those three. I think Michigan State should be 22, Ohio State should stay at 23, and Texas Tech should be 24, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Respect. But then we have Houston capping it off at 25, so... Houston and Texas Tech... Alex and I are on the same mindset for this one. Houston just... Do you guys really see it in Houston right DeJon now? DeJon is a good player. He can turn it up. I think that they could get a, a couple of wins team. in March. They got a lot Especially of guys Especially after playing. a loss to Memphis, though. And SMU, by the way. They lost to Memphis. That's a tough one. That's a bad loss. But, I mean, Pre- Precious to, is an excellent player. Two borderline meme teams. But Memphis has... SMU well, is not let's, a meme let's team. Let's not go that far. SMU and Memphis aren't meme, meme teams. teams. With meme multiple teams multiple top 100 recruits. That yes. does not exist. <laughs> meme no, teams are... I agree. Meme That's teams include Toreros, Nebraska Ball, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And for a Who short... possess the for top 100 recruits? For a short streak of time, Providence. And but now, we'll and now we would argue DePaul. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we have Arizona State receiving 95 votes, Illinois receiving 82, Arizona receiving 71. Should any of these three teams have been ranked over Houston? Not Arizona, I'll tell you that. I am what about Arizona State? Arizona. very anti-Arizona. Arizona, State Arizona State's starting to pick it up. I don't know if they're quite they're deserving not, of a ranking quite yet. Ranking, no. Illinois, 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 Illinois have snuck in. Illinois I think they should have, have been yes. 25. Yeah. But, you know, you can only put so many They beat Penn big State, correct? In. They did. With Io, yeah. I did. I did. Io's back and would. looking better than ever. St- stuck to my guns on that one. Um, but then we have work, B- Butler at 51, Virginia at 50, Marquette at 41. And then how about it? SFA at 29. My Lumberjacks, I don't know if they've ever received this many votes ever. Probably not because this is, they have like no losses this year. So. Three. Theoretically. Two, Luke three is, is not just a anti-SFA. I'm not anti-SFA. Point. I just had to correct him. Well, he means, like, very few losses. Creamed you know? corn, yes. Listen, okay. SFA winning the Southland, Kavon Harris, he is that dude. Would love to shout him out again. Um, because we congratulated Kavon Harris via Instagram. We DM'd him, like, yo, congrats on uh, breaking Thomas Walkup's record. Um, all-time points record at Stephen F. Austin, I believe. And mm-hmm. got back to us in two minutes. You know, really appreciative like of Humble our support. Guy. Man of the people. Man of the people, yes. So, Kavon Harris, we love you here at Made in March if you are listening. Even if I might not always buy into SFA, I respect the heck out of SFA. I just do. As, yeah, as a program. Like, as a program. The fact that they can just dominate the Southland year in and year out. At least, like, as far as the past 10 years are concerned. Then we have LSU at 24. East Tennessee State with 13. Another mid-major wow. Charlie likes. Utah, yeah. Utah, Utah State with 9. And Florida with 8. How does Florida have more votes than Wisconsin? This is absurd. I 100% agree with you. If, if I was making my own list... Wisconsin, Wisconsin very well could have been ranked. I would have them probably have been 40 to 50 votes right now. I, if they're think, not I, think, I think I would have had them ranked. Then they're we have, hot right now. They're hot. Then we have a bunch of mid-majors. And how about this? A hot streak from a team in the Pac-12. We have, well, we have, first, we have New Mexico State with two, Liberty with two, UNI with Are two. Are you thinking of the same team I'm thinking of? UCLA, UCLA with one vote. Yes. They have been Mick hot. Cronin. Mick Cronin's stepping up. Listen, it's a bit too late, but right now they're playing like a tournament team. UCLA yeah. is. After O'Neal said, you know what, I'm done with this garbage, I'm transferring, I said he should stick around because Mick Cronin's going to turn this program around. Great coach. Should should have listened. Well, if, if he, we, don't know, we don't know what he needs for his future. Sh- Sharif O'Neal, I'm, I'm telling you. Here, but. He wanted to go to his dad's school. Yeah. That's LSU. fair. Uh, and that caps off our AP Top 25. It was a good yeah. one this week. Uh, a lot we, of changes. That might be the last AP Top 25 recap you'll be hearing from us. Because the AP Top 25 loses a little bit of relevancy each and every week as we approach closer to Selection Sunday. So we might just be doing like our own bracketology or breaking down other bracketologies, things mm-hmm. like that, that um, pertain um, a little bit more stronger as we get closer to Selection Sunday. And now we get into the games to recap starting on Thursday night. And our favorite segment, of course. And man, Thursday night was a good night of basketball, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I was at the Iowa Ohio State game. We can talk about that at Carver Hawkeye Arena. At Carver Hawkeye Arena, guy had to sit. Had to I, sit. Iowa dominated this game. They, they never trailed, not once. I I would not be surprised here in that stead. At they home, got they out were, to a huge lead. Huge lead, eighty-five seventy-six. I told you guys, Bakari Evelyn was the key to this team without CJ. I Frederick. will give you Bakari drops fifteen. Hundred percent credit. I watched him play. He was very efficient, making the right pass every time. And clamping down on defense. And now CJ Frederick's not out for the longest time. He's coming time. back. He this is week. coming back, which is great to hear. But hopefully, Fran McCaffrey doesn't lose brain cells and just takes Picard Evelyn out of the lineup completely. Like, he was pretty much a non factor before yeah. CJ Frederick went down. And that's fair to say, I'm pretty and sure. Don't look now. Iowa's won 12 straight at home. They're 13 and 1 at home. 
Yeah. This this season, the one they lost to was DePaul. That's Rack City. Oh, that's like Rack City numbers. That is not Rack City numbers. It's close. Seventeen to one, maybe. It's close. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of contributions. Ryan Creener with twelve. Creener Gar- the senior. Garza with twenty four. Wieskamp had thirteen, and Wieskamp did not have that good of a game. He did dunk on somebody, and that was that was that was just disrespectful. <laughs> but then Bakari Evelyn with fifteen off the bench, and then Tucson and Pebzo both had nine. So for such a short-staffed Iowa team this game to come in and dominate like they did against a top 25 team like Ohio State, who proved why they were a top 25 team later in the week, I think that that's a big win for Iowa. If they lost that one, it was going to look very bad, looking like a February fade. like An Iowa classic. Fresh fade. Fresh fade. An Iowa classic. A Marquette classic. And they are in the midst of it right now, Marquette. Correct. Um, And I really didn't like to see this one, but Indiana State wins at home against UNI. You and I dropped against Loyola. That's you and I's Indiana second straight State. loss. Yeah, that's not good. So, are we all 100% at the conclusion now that you and I needs to win their conference tournament to make it to the big dance? Absolutely. They're a four-loss team right now. They definitely do need to. They would be a bubble team if they didn't. Uh, I think that yeah, they would they actually would. get in. And it's like an 11, 12 play. I, Maybe I, I see zero chance 11 play-in game. I, I see zero chance as well. well. Luke always seems to be a little bit more bullish on teams, whether or not they're on the bubble or not. Teams he likes. Yeah. He just likes saying Northern Iowa is not the worst team in Iowa this year. They aren't. Drake isn't either. Iowa State is. But I don't know. I'd like to see an Iowa State versus Drake. Drake would win this year. but <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that's beside the point. A.J. Green still had a good game with 21 points. Very good player, by the way. And also, AAC, just have to mention this. UConn went on the road to Temple and lost in double overtime. How many times have they gone to at least <laughs> one overtime and lost this season? Probably seven. We need to get a, if someone can comment, DM us, how many times UConn has gone to overtime, we'll give you a shout-out. We will. <laughs> Here was another big one, and this was redemption for the Liberty Flames. They went at home 82-77 over North Florida Ospreys, who they lost to last time, which we predicted on this podcast. But this is a very likely going to be a part three in the finals of the A-Sun. Agreed. Yeah. And Liberty has three losses. If they go into the A-Sun tournament, win all their games, finish as a four-loss team, losing to North Florida in the finals, do they get in as no. a four-loss team? Because no. the A-Sun no. is such a weak no, conference. It's so weak. And if you look at Liberty's out-of-conference schedule, it is... <laughs> Spooky bad. It is weak. <laughs> they had their opportunity to beat LSU, and they blew that. So that was that's about the and that was when LSU was kind of at its lowest of low. Yeah, they were at a low low point, and LSU needed that win. And yep, yeah, Liberty Liberty did too, and Liberty choked. Just to, we don't mention this league much on the podcast, but the Horizon League, just to prove how bad it is, like we've been saying, the team that was getting one vote from the Horizon League, right state. state, they lost by eighteen on the road to Youngstown State. Are you kidding me? The big why. The big, the big Y, the Penguins, right? Of Youngstown State. No is the actually, if they're actually the Penguins, and that's an incredible they are the, poll. They are the Penguins. Wow, great job. But well, the Horizon League, football, but... the Horizon League, like we have our meme teams, like teams that are so bad we make fun of. Meme the league. Horizon League is a meme league. Meme league. Meme league. Horizon. Yes, horizon. <laughs> that is our one and only meme league that we have right yeah. now. Um, but then we get into other games. Oregon State Beavs cannot swim to a victory on the road at Twenty Four Arizona. 89-63, to dominating performance for Arizona. They were dropped out of the top 25, but I still still think they're a solid team. I like Arizona. Yeah. Well, the reason forward. Arizona dropped out of the top 25 is not lost. because of that game. I know, but I still think they're a solid team. I think they can I think impress. they're way too freshman-led. Yep. The three, their three most important players are all freshmen. Well, I'm not sitting out here telling you they can win at all. I'm saying they can go yeah. on a run with oh. the talent that they have. I, I, I just don't see it. Uh, we're going to stay in the Pac-12. 14, Oregon on the road at Arizona State. Arizona State's getting hot. Some Pac-12 teams are really starting to surge right they now. Are. Arizona State and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Remy Martin's been unbelievable this whole season. But this game, Thank it you, was, Bill Walton, for it was, informing me of his presence a couple months ago. But this game, it was all about Alonzo Verhey or Verge? Verhey. Verhey, right? Yeah. 26 points. I mean... Coming off the bench, too. Super huge game for him. Oregon, I think they're frauds. I'm ready to make that jump. I am yet to say that Oregon's a fraud yeah. team. When no, you have Peyton Pritchard on your team, you have your team is never a fraud. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. We'll get we'll get a little bit more into yes, it we'll on the next Oregon it. game. We're kind of not trying to like spoil it before we get to it. Obviously, it already happened. Stay but. in the Pac-12. USC on the road to 18, Colorado. Colorado gets a four-point win at home. This is a solid win for Colorado. USC yeah. really mm-hmm. – they didn't need it, 
But this would have boosted a resume. I think, I think USC yeah, is kind of falling, falling off right now. They needed a big resume booster. They got booster. hot and they've lost two straight now. The Big O did have 21 points, by the way. Oh, he's Just a special so player for USC. <clears throat> I don't even know how to pronounce his Shout name. Shout out Matt O'Donnell. Just Okungu. 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 Um, we have Stanford at Washington in the Pac-12, which not a great game. But, a lot of Pac-12 action. But, I mean, Stanford gets a win, but Stanford's done. I mean, they had their opportunity. USC took them to the ringer. I tell you, that comeback was a turning point of both USC and Stanford season mm-hmm. to kind of decide that team in the Pac-12. And then I believe that we had Gonzaga playing on Thursday, and mm-hmm. they got they got it done against San Fran at home, but, like, we'll get into Gonzaga a little bit. Yeah, we got a little bit more to say about Gonzaga later But then, then we move into Friday's slate, which was – Pretty much was there a relevant game on Friday? It's yeah, only, yeah. I will tell you one. I'll tell you one. Yale went on the road to the Cornell Big Red and won in double overtime. I'm skeptical of Yale. Yale, Yale is Yale. Yeah, you're you're celebrating, you're celebrating over a double a, overtime win over against the big a bad red. Harvard or against a bad Cornell team. Harvard's, maybe, a, maybe. Harvard's a great team. <laughs> no, Harvard won at home against Princeton that night. Listen, the Ivy League is kind of beating itself up right now. Yeah, that's true. making me feel a little less confident about whoever comes out of the Ivy League. Um, yeah. As far as there are like, only the three teams concerned. that have. How about this? VCU keeps sliding, loses to SLU on the road. I mean, SLU is good at home, but eighty to sixty-two. VCU, VCU is self-destructing right now. Yeah, They're again. not making the again. tournament, barring a crazy a ten tourney run. They were ranked in the top twenty-five preseason, weren't they? VCU or right mm-hmm. around at that some 20 point, mark, they were at twenty. They were at twenty. At nope, Utah State was twenty. Well, at some point at they some were at point, twenty. VCU yes. got to twenty. Yeah, so. fall from graces. Yep. BCU really struggled. Marcus struggled Evans is not having as good of a season as people really thought he was going to have. The A-10 is a very interesting conference. We've said it before. The amount of teams on the bubble that are just chilling there are plentiful. They're just a bubble conference, yeah. Bubble conference, yes. We have our meme conference in the Horizon League. The meme league in the Horizon League and the bubble conference in uh, the A-10. But we move on to Saturday's slate, which was unbelievably good. Oh, Incredible. And it started off with a bang. Three Kansas on the road at number one Baylor. Kansas gets it done, wins by three, 64-61, away from Allen Fieldhouse. This game lived up to the hype. It absolutely did. Like, going into it, it's like, okay, we got the number one versus this, the number three. better be good. This, like, it's appearing as if it has game of the year potential. I think it might have been the game of the year. How about Yudoka Azubuke? 23 points, but he 19 rebounds. Won he that game. 19 rebounds. Single-handed. One board away from a 2020 game. And yeah. like and in college, that does not happen in college. And Against the number one team in the nation exactly. at the time. And like he had eleven field goals. I want to say eight or nine of them were dunks. Yeah, so that's how he scores most. Of it was time. crazy. And if you look at Yudoka Azubuke, he's a little bit like he's a little slimmer than last year. He's this, still he's humongous. he's, he's, he's still humongous, but he's dropped some pounds. He's a little bit more agile. Looks a little more athletic out there. He was wearing a knee brace. I'm pretty is sure your, all of last year. Last is Yudoka so. Azubuke? In the National Player of the Year conversation, I think he should be in the conversation. I don't conversation. think he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's like necessarily. Like I don't a think front he runner. is because part of the reason not even this the best falls pick. on the people like picking, selecting this is because he's not that flashy of a player. Yeah, are you kidding me? He has gotten a lot of credit from all of the mainstream college basketball media. You know who hasn't? Luca Garza. Luca Garza should get a lot more attention, but he doesn't, and he's not going to win National Player of the Year, even though I think he deserves it a lot more than some of these other people. I respect the rant. Okay, and I agree with it to an extent as well. I agree, but Luca Garza no and, this, and this clown is getting... car is led by ESPN. <laughs> okay, are you done? I'm, do- I'm done now. I'm just going to let you. I'm done you can now. Have Go that ahead. One, Luke. I'm done. <laughs> But anyways, this was a great game. Baylor was down for most of the game. Kansas was kind of controlling it for a while. And they brought it back. They fought back at the end. They did. But what do we always say wins games in like the last three minutes? Free throws. Free throws. Baylor could not make their clutch free throws towards the end. They could not. And that's worrisome coming down the stretch. But I do think the key to beating Baylor, and I said it before when I thought there could be a potential upset on them against Florida, is rebounds. Kansas out-rebounded Baylor. When else has Udoka, that happened? Yudoka has a bouquet, dang near. 30, single-handed. 34 to 32 in the rebound category. We've known that's how you beat Baylor ever since the, uh, the NCAA tournament loss when the Baylor head player had to explain what a rebound was to us. <laughs> the uh, Yale all-time Yale classic right Yes, there. all-time classic. So I think that that holds true. If a team can out-rebound Baylor, I think they can have a good handle on the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we have Tennessee at 13 Auburn. This game is close. 
Auburn pulled. Auburn pulls it out 73-66, though. They had to that, mount a massive comeback they did. to win this one. That would have been a, one of the worst losses. They went on an 18-0 run. Yeah. Samir Doughty really stepped up. To beat a bad up. Tennessee team at home. Yeah. Samir Doughty stepped up. And, like, it's not even too. like Tennessee was really, like, playing bad in that stretch, like, shooting-wise. But Tennessee, Tennessee had 24 turnovers. That's awesome. That's what Auburn does to you. But still, that's unacceptable However, for Tennessee. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bat for Auburn one more time. Jordan Bowden did drop twenty. They were missing Okoro for this Again, game. Yes. They've missed him for the past three games. They've struggled for the past three exactly. games. I I wanna see how they play as a team when they get him back. If they're looking like the Auburn of old, I might be more bought in again. For sure. A very fair take indeed. Uh and then we have number nineteen, Marquette, going on the road to Providence. Marquette loses again. Is that three in a row? That is three in a row. Uh, tough, Friar tough week since they've been ranked, losing to Nova, Creighton, and Providence. Friars. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> the, fri- the Friars dominated this game, too. Oh, it was... The Friars are sneaky good, and they are, fighting, they are fighting for a tournament spot. I agree. Luke says there is no way they're getting in. They I didn't say there's the no bubble. way they're getting in. I said I don't think they will. The Why, fact that they have tell a me, to get in. Aside from their awful, awful out-of-conference play where they were 7-6. and six. I guess that's really the only argument why they shouldn't be in. But when you're 8-6 and six in the Big East with 7 quad 1 they're wins. Nine and, they're 9-6. Nine and 9-6, six. even better. 9-6 and six in the Big East, great season for the Big East, and you have 7 quad 1 wins. Yeah, as long as... They need to win a few They need more. to keep winning. They, have to they win need out. to keep winning to because win when you lose to Long Beach State... And Charleston, Charleston and, and North Penn. and Penn and Northwestern in your out of conference schedule, you kind of forfeit the right to get the benefit of the doubt. But so, <laughs> so like I, I understand why there are people like Luke saying no way should Providence get in the tournament, but they have looked like a tourney if team. If you look at their final three games, they go on the road to Nova. If they somehow win this yeah. game, that is monstrous. That's another. Quad I think one. I think they punch a ticket if they beat. And Nova, then they play Xavier they and DePaul at home. Those seems like I two games they should win. Those two no, games. Xavier's going to beat Providence on the road. And if they make some noise in the Big East tournament, they're getting in. I'm they're saying. getting in. They could get in at like a nineteen and thirteen. I just don't see anything happening. To be honest, they may they might beat DePaul. I I think that's the only game that they in can Ed win. Cooley. I believe. Yeah, they they look so good. In Ed like, Cooley, we trust. Marcus Howard dropped. I'm not ready to sign that pact, and it's still lost by twelve. So, do, would anybody like to make the bold prediction that Providence will make the tournament? Yes, I would. Me and I'll Alex, on it. we'll just go in double on this one. Yes. yes, sir. I'll write it down. Like like the sharks on Shark Tank. Um, I call being Mark Cuban. Okay, <laughs> he is the coolest shark. I, would, I actually agree with that. Yeah, that but then we got Vir- Virginia at Pitt. Virginia playing at the zoo, a tough place to play. Virginia does get it done. No, guess the score. Yep, you guessed right. They're both in the 50s. 59 to 56. Right. Say what you want about Virginia. They're but starting they to look good. Winning. They're starting they to look good. Winning. A 59 to 56 win over who are they playing? Pitt. At the zoo. At the zoo. Okay, that if that's your definition of good, then I'm just going to let you have that. Virginia's one. 19 and 7. They've been rolling lately, especially with that they, big win over mm, FSU. That was a while ago. That FSU win was damn near three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, but that propelled them to start playing better. Uh, it was it was a turning point in their season, per se. And the only loss a metanoia. Since then was a watershed at Louisville. A metanoia radical change. <laughs> so. We were talking about at a point Virginia wasn't going to get in. Me and Alex did not buy into that. However, I've stayed. I've been on Virginia since the beginning of the season. Never. Well, well if you think about it from that perspective, Alex. If you think about it from that perspective, I've always been on them. You're trying to act like that's some sort of smart take. No, it's not. Virginia it was ranked. Smart. Virginia was ranked seventh in the nation. Saying I'm on them. I'm on them. I'm on them. They're still not even close to being ranked. It shows that you were still wrong. They are close to being ranked. One. And they're going to make noise. They're the not tournament. close to being ranked. No, they are. They, yes, they, they are. They're going to make. They're, the they're going to make noise in the tournament. Votes. They're like what, what kind of votes. noise? Sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. That uh, bold prediction. Virginia sweet sixteen run. Make that. Prediction. Make it, please. Say it. Say it. Virginia in the sweet sixteen. Write it down. Wow. It Tony wall. Bennett's going to rally the troops. This is damn near the close to the Memphis Elite Eight run. Okay, that one's not going to happen, but. This is pretty much the same tier, I'd say. We got some SoCon action to recap, too. Furman at home beats Wofford by one point. That was a close game. Furman winning that game really helps Charlie's bold prediction of a two-bid SoCon, which is really, which is really Listen, not looking amazing. I like Furman. Looking at the last bracketology, I don't remember who I was looking at. 
there were two SoCon teams in. This Tubin SoCon dream is still alive. Were they ETSU and Furman, I assume? Is the sky blue? I mean, come on. Wofford is not getting in unless they have a magical run in the SoCon tournament. And then, yeah, there are two 23 and 6 teams. You have, um, as we mentioned, you have Furman. And you also have UNC Greensboro, who I think is going to win the SoCon in the tournament. Either of those teams could. And they got another win against VMI, which by three points, not super convincing. What but does VMI stand for? Virginia, Virginia Military, Military Institute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could walk onto that team. No, no, just, you, no, like, you couldn't. There's, there's no way. There's All right, way. but but I mean, I I still think UNCG wins the SoCon. I have to stand by my bold prediction. So I very well do see a two bid SoCon if UNCG wins it. East Tennessee State. If UNCG is to win it, do you think that it could be, by any chance, a three bid SoCon? I don't see a three bid. If they if they play Furman in the finals, the Furman only team out. that can get that large is ETSU. I that agree could that get that large, and they still would have to make the finals. Yeah. of the and there's still a lot of things that need to happen for. Yes. Uh, we have Arkansas winning at home against Missouri by ten, but then we have Army versus Navy again. Army wins at home in overtime. 86-75, sweeping the season series against Navy. One last time, impressive. Army swept Navy. That's and, impressive. Yeah, it's been a while since Army swept Navy in basketball, I believe. Yeah. In fact, check me on that one if you want to. Uh, but then we move on. Duquesne at number five, Dayton. Duquesne made some noise against Dayton they the last time fight. they played. And they did in this one, too. And they put up another fight. Duquesne was up at half again. Mm-hmm. And they were. However, Dayton's just... Did anyone see Obi, Obi Toppin's windmill. insane Absolute windmill dunk? Oh I did. my goodness. Yeah, I did. That and incredible. that dunk broke like the all-time dunks record at Dayton. Or it broke some sort of dunking record. And to break a record on that dunk, that's pretty crazy. Dayton pulls away with about 12 minutes, starting with about 12 minutes in the second half. And Duquesne couldn't catch up after that. But then how about this one? To prove the fraudulentness of West Virginia. <laughs> 17 West Virginia on the road at TCU Horn Frogs. Absolute comedy. How do we like the Horn Frogs? Ab- medium, they're, rare. They're, medium rare. The Horn Frogs are an epitome of just ass Big 12 basketball, and they just beat a ranked West Virginia team. West Virginia beat the Horn Frogs by like 40 last time they played. That's hilarious then. This makes that it makes even, it all even the better. more better. Even the more better. I don't know who is still voting for West Virginia in the top 25. They need to log off. They need to log off. They need to forfeit their voting privileges. They should totally give up on that. As long Dream as is over. As long as we're talking about upsets, Memphis gets it done by one point at home against 22 Houston. I'm not off the Houston team. I'm not either. I've never been fully on, but I'm not ready to wave the white flag for them by yep. any means. The horse is kind of just dragging you behind the... Behind the cart right now. You're just kind of, you're hanging on. It's called a buggy, first of Okay, all. whatever. <laughs> no, it's called a hype train. Wow, that was officially... <laughs> all right. No. You just witnessed the worst conversation we've ever <laughs> had on this podcast. But Memphis, Alex Alex likes him to make an Elite Eight run earlier. That was that was pre-James Wiseman saying he was not coming back. You have to stick Incorrect. by your bold prediction. It was not. Yes, it no, was. it was. It was after. It was after. It was after. It was, after. No, it was after. It was when he got suspended, but no. it wasn't before he said he was not going to return to college because initially it was eight games, you're you're done, and then you'll come back. We will go listen to the to the podcast where he said we'll that, and we, and we will and we will tell you yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll run the tapes back. See. How correct but we are. But Memphis might be the worst three point shooting team in college basketball. What they shoot in this game? Sixteen percent. That is, that's no boy enough. How many, how many threes did they put up? They were three for eighteen. Hmm. So they were not good. Sixteen and a half. Yeah, that's not that good. But uh, Nate Hinton had a better game. He had twelve rebounds. Marcus so a little Sasser. more of an impact. So. Okay, okay, Marcus Sasser, I see you. So starting to play I a little you. bit better. Hinton's a key player for them. We've said it before. Mm-hmm. We'll say it again. Uh, Michigan goes on the road to Mackey Arena. And they get it done there, 71-63. Michigan continues to surge. I have absolutely no idea what Purdue is. But they're not a tournament team. They're not a tournament team. They're not a tournament team. Also, Luke, your boy, Xavier Simpson of Michigan, 0 for 10 on his field goals. <laughs> hey, 6-1 six, six to, six to one, so to one turnover ratio, though. I don't care. You went 0 for 10. Yeah. Those are 10 turnovers. <laughs> that's not 10 turnovers. Valid take. You, that's not a valid, valid take. Okay, maybe not 10 turnovers, but like... Any three that he takes, which was five, is basically a turnover. Yeah, you can't you can't look at someone going over ten from the field and then say, "Oh, well, he had six assists, seven like, rebounds, and six <sighs> assists." He finds ways to contribute even when he doesn't have a I good shooting. I don't care. Night. Doesn't matter. And he finds someone ways to said at the beginning of I the year, this was like, the best point guard in the country. 
When Whoever Mar- said that on when Marcus ESPN, Howard when Marcus Howard doesn't score done. when Marcus Howard doesn't score how else does he contribute he doesn't but he does score that, that he is had nine what points he, does. he had nine points up until like the last two minutes against against Creighton okay he had, how many assists did he have that game I think he had six same as Xavier Simpson how many rebounds though I don't Not know he's five so you guys you guys point. are getting way Listen, too if you're petty right to now argue that Xavier Simpson's better than Marcus Howard the door. Is over there. <laughs> He's not better than Marcus Howard. I'm just saying his. You can't slander his other contributions that he has, even when he's not scoring. Okay. Which, which you were. I got, I got heat for that take when I said it. But Franz Wagner with 22, he is starting to turn it up big time for this Michigan team. So, I, I really like Michigan going forward. But then we have 12 Villanova on the road at Xavier, 64 to 55. Nova pulls it off on the road. The Musketeers do not get it done, but they don't look terrible. They really haven't looked awful, but they haven't looked special all year. That's true. I, I agree with that, too. That's the best description I've heard of them in a while. I'm still banking on this 8-9 matchup. Let me tell you guys. <sighs> all right? Or, or, maybe, or, maybe if they get a, or maybe if they're a 10 yeah. seed in 7-10, and now yeah, they get San Diego State as a 2 seed. Did you have a dream about that? Did you have a dream about, like, picking Xavier in their 8-9 matchup and then picking them to beat San Diego State and it actually happening? If that somehow does come true, Luke, I think I would be on Xavier as well. Then you would be like a <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be a prophecy if that happens. But, you know, this is really sad. After losing earlier to Tulane in the week, the Ponies get absolutely destroyed at Tulsa. And Tulsa's a bad team. Tulsa's they not a bad, bad team. Uh, as of recent, yes. Tulsa's a bad team as of late. Yes. Are you officially... Hopping off the saddle of your SMU ponies. You know, I'm going to say no because they have opportunities oh, in the next few games. God. They have Memphis. At I can't home. respect you anymore. Like, like <laughs> I can respect I can respect picks. They have Memphis at home. I respect w- opinions 99% of the time. But you're looking at an SMU ponies team that's in like the 80s or 90s of Ken Palm that just lost to Tulane and Tulsa. And you're saying you're not ready to hop off. No, because I think they get two wins here, and I think they make a run in the AAC tournament. They're going to get two wins at home against Memphis uh, and at home against Wichita State, which will be a better win when they play Wichita State in March because Wichita State has been playing well as of late, by the way. Have they been? They've been solid. They've been better than they have been. And then you wait, have... Wait till recap Sunday's game or something. Wichita State is not looking all that much better. Uh, Murray State barely wins on the road at SIU Edwardsville. <laughs> Murray State, Alex, or are you saying, like, no, I don't think they'll pull an upset? They will not pull an upset in March. Eastern Tennessee State on the road at Sanford gets it done just for Charlie Socon. Uh, then we what have, is the mascot of ETSU? The Pirates. The Pirates? I think mm-hmm. it's the Pirates. It's yes. the Pirates. That's yes, sick. it is. Right. Um, My Pirates, then. I'm the mascot guy. Yeah, you so, are. Uh, then we have like, eight. Actually, it's weird. How many mascots you know? Like, <laughs> we don't need to get into that. We don't need to get into that. Uh, then we have eight Florida State on the road to NC State, who just pulled a big upset at Duke coming off that. They only lose by six points to Florida State. I mean, solid showing for N- – is NC yeah. State going to make the tournament? Do we know? I mean, you don't have to make a bold prediction, but what's the chances that they make it? I think they're one of those 50-50 teams right now. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Not 100% they're making the tournament, but 100% they're 50-50. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, UNC, UNC on the road at number 11, Louisville. UNC just continues to be Ran out of the gym. a terrible program this year. 10-17. and 17. Man, I wish <laughs> I put down money. Are happened? they making the NIT? Absolutely no, not. not they're not even close. That's hilarious. And that's <laughs> not even close. Will comedy. they get an invite to the college basketball invitation no. to CBI? No. 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 <laughs> no. And if they did, Roy Williams would just like piss on it. They don't He'd like be offended. Thing, no. They don't they don't like it. to invite huge teams to that tournament. Well, I remember West Virginia a few years back when Well, they're not even deserving at yeah. ten and seventeen. Not even deserving. No. Uh UCLA gets a big one on the road at eighteen Colorado. They're starting to surge. Are they a team that's gonna stink into the bubble conversation? I think they've already snuck into bubble conversation a little bit. I saw him on a uh, first floor out list today. Who's the guy with the really big tiger something? Tiger something. He's really good. He's fun to watch. Yeah, quick. Then we got at the Carrier Dome. Syracuse beats Georgia Tech, improving to fifteen and twelve. Still on the orange. Providence is sixteen and twelve. Syracuse fifteen and twelve. They need. They need a lot of. Syracuse needs to win, and they need help. They need some of those teams. A lot of help. Because if you look at the resumes of Providence and Cuse. Providence has a lot better wins than Cuse does. I'm taking Providence. But they also have a lot time. worse losses than Cuse. Yeah, but you'd rather have better wins and better worse wins, losses yeah. 
than not great wins and not bad losses. Yep. Variance is, is better. Sy- Syracuse, Syracuse has to capitalize on their opportunity in the ACC tournament. And they have to capitalize on it big time. They need two big wins in that tournament to get into At the least. Uh, but then we have the battle for Oklahoma in this. Wow, this is embarrassing. Oklahoma, a team that was... They're fully off the bubble if they haven't been already. Sooner. They lose on the road by a lot of points. 83 to 66 to Oklahoma State. 17. I can do math, by the way. Boomer sooner. <laughs> Boomer sooner. Uh, Akron gets it done at home against Miami of Ohio. William Mary and Hofstra both win. The two teams competing for the Colonial, in my opinion. I, although Charleston could make a run in the tournament, but the other for the regular season. The, the Colonial season, race, time, man. Hofstra's, Hofstra's a good team. Just that name. It gets me every time. It is a fun name. Um, then we have SFA, big win at Incarnate Word. But your boy, Kevon Harris, did not play very well. I know. What is that? I mean, did we rattle him a little bit? I think Charlie was on the philosophy. Stephen F. Austin was getting the other players involved in this one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Kevon. He, he just broke a record. He just broke a record. Take a step back. Cackleries had a good game, though, for SFA, I believe. Want to say you had three threes off the bench or something he like did. that? There 13 points. <clears throat> yeah. Also, A-10. I am not on Rhode Island. I don't know about you guys. You guys might still be on what Rhode happened? Island. What, they, they lost in overtime at Davidson. Ooh, I, I saw bad, bad, bad. Davidson's poopy this year. Yeah, I'm not on Rhode Island. I don't know about you guys, though. I just really want to see Rhode Island get in the tournament. Just to see what they can do. I love picking Rhode Island in the tournament. Kentucky, number 10, beats Florida at home. 65-59. Close game. Florida's starting to win a little bit more. I think that this game could be a make or break when they are deciding for a Florida team on the bubble. Florida, I think I think they might still get in. No, but they could. They, they have very well. With, with the love they're receiving from consensus, you know, I mean, yeah. and then Texas Tech. But, I, but getting back to that game, Emmanuel quickly for Kentucky. He was the X factor of that game. That's he had a very good. That's game. the thing about Kentucky. You don't know they got a different who's guy going to night. beat you. Exactly. Different guy every night. And that's impressive, and it's hard to defend. Uh, then we have Texas Tech going on the road to Lames, proving why it is Lames and not uh, Hilton Magic anymore, winning by 30 points. Texas Tech just wins by a lot. And when they're hitting their shots, wow, they can drop a lot. They can. Like they, a lot of the, yeah, that sounds like a booger comment. They have but, good defense, too. Yeah, they do. They have solid defense. But that sounds like a booger comment saying when they drop and their shots are going in, they can score a lot. But... Like, I'm talking, like, 90-plus. I mean, yeah. and, I, and I just have to say this. The bubble teams are also, like, giving away their chances to each other. And that's my next point. Richmond loses at the Bonnies. Not a great loss. All these bubble teams, All these bubble teams I see are, like, trying to hand the tournament spot to one another and not actually taking things into their own hands. Um, playing for the second day in a row, Yale and Harvard both win on Saturday. Just so you know, we if you haven't known Big Yale-Harvard rivalry on this podcast. Me and Charlie are Harvard. Harvard barely beats Penn at home. Let me throw that Barely beats Penn. Well, considering that Yale beat Cornell in overtime, I don't know if... And Penn's a lot better than Cornell. Penn is a lot better than... Back-to-back Ivy League, Friday, Saturday, has got to be just killer. From like an athlete perspective. Yeah, I don't don't, don't really get what they're doing there in the Ivy, but... But... Academics, most likely. One of the biggest upsets of the day. UNLV on the road. Knocks off undefeated number four San Diego State, 66-63. The running Rebels, how about them? How about them? This is a quad three loss for SDSU. SDSU played like absolute garbage. They could not make anything. I think that one point they were like 32% from the field. That's just not going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, I was on record saying I thought SDSU was going to enter the tournament undefeated. So did I. Obviously, that's not going to happen not after suffering a loss. That's how it works. Um... <laughs> But wow. does this give any of us pause for concern as far as SDSU's, like, tourney? I've always, had, I've always had some concerns about SDSU. Um, I picked them losing, not to UNLV, but I did say they would lose a game coming down the stretch. I just don't know outside of Malachi Flynn. I know they got, what's his name, Matt, Matt Mitchell, Mitchell, who's a good player. But, it, like, their team, I feel like outside of Malachi Flynn and maybe Matt Mitchell is a little inconsistent and I feel like if they run into a a power five team that's that's very physical, I think they struggle in the tournament. Like, like a Xavier, perhaps. Just they curious, could. what like what about them has made you see them as an inconsistent team? They showed some nuts coming back. They were down. Well, yes, I mean twenty six twenty six and zero sounds consistent, but I don't it's know. The <laughs> definition. It is, it is the definition. Well, as Luke said, they were rolling when they were twenty six and zero. 
I don't know. They don't pass the eye test for me. It's wow. basically all I'm saying. I disagree. I don't think. Yeah, I disagree. You could say maybe they don't pass like the gut test. Like you don't, you don't like the SDSU, Rebels they don't should sound, have beaten them twice. They don't sound like a Final Four it's team true. when you say it. But yeah. I, I test they look pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I Malachi I could, Flynn was like one for ten on threes, and then he hit like three coming down the stretch clutch threes. And I just I think that shows more resilience. They still lost the game, obviously, but. But you're gonna they lose. Show some 20, Twenty-seven games, exactly. twenty-six and one is a solid record. <laughs> most <laughs> would, you, most thanks, book. Most would agree. <laughs> uh, we have Duke getting a win against Virginia Tech at home. Virginia Tech is out of the picture. They've been out of the picture. Duke wins big, by the way, eighty-eight sixty-four. Kind of a rebound win here, bounce back win of sorts. <laughs> of sorts, correct. Uh, Arizona State at home barely beats the Beavs. If they lost this one, they would not be getting the love. That no, they, they would not be seventy-four to seventy-three. I think Remy Martin stepped up a lot more in this game. What Seven, did he drop? 17 points, but he was their leading scorer this game. So, But Trey Tinkle for Oregon State. Wow. He should he should get more national consideration. Fun to watch. He's State, fun to watch. If Oregon State wasn't as bad as they were, he would be definitely in the conversation for like third-team All-American, mm-hmm. which isn't a huge accomplishment, but like it kind of is. Uh, then we have 14 yeah. at 24 Arizona. Pete Prish drops... 38 points in an overtime win. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. That was prime Pete Pritch. Was, it, was it Arizona that didn't hit free throws? Was that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this game was peak Pac-12 after dark, if there ever was any. Pete Pritch was... I mean, oh Peyton Pritchard with 38. Come on. Give me some of that. Like, all day long. And Zona... Free throws win games. <clears throat> 10 of 21 at the line. Yes. Free throws win games. That's and they missed games. two straight free throws to end the game. And they lost by one. That guy's got to be feeling it. No. Who missed him? Coloco. He's oh, like a 40% guy, free throw yeah. shooter. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I mean, what can you expect then? Uh, yeah. Why cut, was he on the court? Uh, and then we have two more games. Georgetown at DePaul. DePaul wins at home. Georgetown? I, nobody understands Georgetown. They were on the bubble. They were on the bubble. I was this seeing game, them as game first four out. Bubble. DePaul, second win in Big East play. Terrible loss for Georgetown. I mean, unbelievable. Okay. Georgetown. Okay, DePaul. Okay. okay, DePaul. Pat Ewing just Way to get your bad second coach. win. <laughs> but you cannot call Pat Ewing a bad coach if he beats Marquette this week. I will continue to call him a bad coach because he is one. <laughs> one win is like not going to change if he's a good or bad coach in my Fair. eyes. Well, you will just be a little bit salty if he beats Marquette. Okay. Enhance them. What would that be? Their fourth straight loss? Uh, good we, math. Yeah, we play a game in yeah. between them. Um, uh, two Gonzaga at 23 BYU. Another huge upset. BYU domination ninety one to seventy eight domination. I Yoli mean, Child BYU can score. He was Yoli Childs, TJ Haas. That's their dynamic duo right there. And I mean, the I big small combo. BYU just looked really good this game. I mean, yep. Zags they Zags looked up. They yeah. didn't show up. Zags didn't even look too bad. Zags still scored the ball pretty well. Eh. The defense was Kisper not there. Kisper was one for ten from three, and he. Correct me if I'm wrong, he's <clears throat> top 10 in the nation in threes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, so, B- yeah. BYU has three scores. They have Yoli Childs, they have Jake Toulson, and they have TJ Hawes. They usually are all in double figures, and everybody else just kind of follows the pack. So, and BYU played, I think, like 14, 13 or 14 players this game. Yeah, I saw that. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. So they just kept to be throwing fair, guys out there. <clears throat> there was like five guys <coughs> played, like... About mm. one minute. So <laughs> Yeah, but I mean still getting like fourteen. Six guys court. played zero. The Zags minutes. the Zags going forward need more from their guards. Yeah, j- the I've key player is IIE for yep, the Zags. Joel, Joel, when when yep. he plays good, the, Zag, the Zags are dang near un- unstoppable. Yeah. When I watch him play. Yeah, one good, of the best so. uh shooting teams in the nation. They got the best but the Zags big big man combination. Yes. The, the Zags were kind of going into this game. They were in a like situation similar to SDSU. You know, team in a mid-major conference that is just winning and winning and winning. And ironically, they both lost. That's just kind of how it works. But I wouldn't let these games lose too much confidence in either of these teams. Unless unless it starts to snowball. But I don't think that'll happen. This brings us to Sunday's games. Indiana knocks off nine Penn State at home. Indiana's a tournament team. I I definitely believe so. Indiana will be in the tournament. This game might put them in the tournament. If I was Leonardo so I right like, now, disagree with I'd it. maybe have him as my last team in. Last team in. Indiana will make the tournament for sure. I don't know yeah, how bold of a prediction 19. that is, but... 
I don't I, know. There you guys, are, you, Alex, you're something more skeptical about Indiana getting than than Florida. Yeah. Indiana's got a way better chance than Florida. Way better resume. Yeah, 18-9 and nine Indiana team. Give me yeah. some of that. But hey, Lamar Stevens. Wow. As far as this game's concerned, I need to just shout out Miles Dredd. Slapped the floor when Penn State was up. And Indiana promptly outscored them 26-10 to 10 the rest of the way. So, kids, that's why you don't slap the floor when you're playing defense. It's bad luck. Indiana's, it, Indiana's got a good team. I mean, they get contributions from a lot of people. And when they do, they win. Because their losses... They'll either blow it late in games because they're still a little bit young, or Trace Jackson they'll Davis, get though. less con- contribution. Yeah, he's the name to know Trace the Jackson Davis. For the future, he's, he's an athlete. He's the future of Indiana. But how about it? J- Jalen Brunk had zero this game. Imagine if Brunk showed up to play in the post. Like he's who? He's Joey. Joey Brunk. Joey yeah. Brunk. I'm sorry. I like Rob Finnessy. He's my guy on Indiana. And I mean, of course, Devon- Devontae Green scored ten. You know he was three for eight from three point. Can he? Shoot like that against Iowa, so maybe Iowa has a chance to win next time. <laughs> uh, but then we move on to the AAC play. This is not a bad loss for Wichita State. At Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati wins 67-64. I was coming back, from you. Bounce cool back for Cincy. They need to keep winning. I really want to see Cincy in the tourney as well. Since he's 18 and 18-9. I want to see Wichita State in the tourney. I they, don't want to see Wichita State. And they State. cannot They're, keep losing. They have losing. zero offense. They cannot keep losing if they want to make it. Eric Stevenson has now re-entered the starting lineup. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Round, of yeah. round of applause for Eric Stevenson. The next but, coming of round. But wow, I mean, I mean, it was that was probably one of my boldest predictions, saying since he was just going to go on a tear. And, I mean, they did. But hey, you want a cookie? I do want a cookie. <laughs> cookie. Uh, but then we get into Wisconsin at the Cold Center. Big win at home against Rutgers. Oh, sky blue. Win. Rutgers can't win on the road. What's yeah, new? Um, well, new? Wisconsin dropping seventy nine is also a phenomenon. So <laughs> that's true. They yeah. were they were great from the field. I'm really kind of starting to buy into this. Rutgers cannot play away from the rack. That's why if they make it in March, I'll likely not be picking them. I might pick the Badgers. It's kind of like a too. culture pick, though. Like you kind of just have to, because Rutgers hasn't what? made the tourney in so long. You just got to do it. Well, then that's why I'm gonna pick the other team and get a free win when the other two wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we got we got the Red Storm losing on the road to 16 Seton Hall convincingly. By the way, Seton Hall's getting it done. Uh, but how about this one? Ohio State beats Maryland. Look who's back. Back Ohio again. St- Ohio State and <laughs> they get, back, they got baby. crunched. They got crunched. <laughs> They're back. They got crunched by Iowa, but they come back home and Bounce they back. and they look really good against Maryland. They did indeed. They got the offense flowing for once. Luther, Luther Muhammad. Muhammad. <laughs> yes, sir. Bang. And listen to this. OSU made twenty one consecutive free throws. What do we always say? This wins games down free the stretch. Ohio State is not the greatest free throw shooting team. They're a solid big ten. Yeah, but making twenty one in a row—that's impressive. That'll win you a game. Very impressive. But when you hold the dynamic duo of Cowan and Jalen Smith to eighteen points, that right there is how they beat Maryland. Recipe for Aaron Wiggins off the bench dropping twenty though—that'll be a key player for Maryland going forward. Yeah, and then you and I gets another win, like gets a bounce back win after some bad losses. Yeah, another one is Uh, yeah. Um, Creighton at home beats Butler convincingly. More than convincingly, eighty one fifty nine. Creighton was up 30-plus yeah. points most of that game. And they they put in their reserves. With, like, five, ten minutes, yeah. five, eight minutes left. Marcus Sigarowski was seven of seven from three. I might, I think I would put Creighton. They have the third best, like, whole backcourt in all of college basketball behind Kentucky, Baylor with Masio Teague and, and Jared Butler. And then i put Creighton there. They're, I think that's an appropriate ranking, honestly. Their backcourt is so good. It's, it's so fun to watch. Zagorowski's Tyshawn Alexander. Yeah. Buy into Creighton when it comes turning time. I agree. USC right, right telling you. Pac-12 team starting to fade, though. USC at Utah loses by 14 points. Two in a row for USC. Yeah, like, like the whole like middle to bottom of the Pac-12, I don't even know what to say. Like, USC, was, they they was, they each other USC was surging, and now they're 19-9, and, nine, and I, mean, I don't like them. Walton's probably going to have them in the tourney. I don't know if I see it. <laughs> yeah, if, if you got any of those like middle to lower... Uh, Big 12 team, or I mean Pac-12 teams in the tournament, just please pick against them. Yeah, I, I agree. No matter, like, really what the matchup is. The, a- the ACC, we have a few bubble teams. One of them being Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins big at home against Miami. 
17 and 10. Yeah. John, John Mooney with oh, another double-double. What double a double. big win, winning versus Miami. Well, 17 and 10. They, they're working shit. their way. They're work- <laughs> <laughs> they're working the hurricanes. They're, Chris, they are working Chris their likes. way. They are working Chris their likes. way. Chris likes. <laughs> he, he needs to get fired, but they are working their way into the bubble conversation. Chris likes. <laughs> is a player. I have he's not heard Notre Dame in the No, he's actually still on the team. No, no. Notre Dame's coach. He's still on the team. He's still on the team. Chris likes of the Miami Hurricanes. He's still on the team. Shout out to him. He's literally a midget. He's like five six. I'm not kidding. Oh wow, thanks. Notre Dame seventeen and ten. They <laughs> are else? in the bu- they're in the bubble conversation. I strongly disagree. No, no, you- no. No. No, they're no. not. Because we've harped on how bad the ACC is this year. You that you really want to give that caliber of ACC. You say NC State is higher than I agree. Yes. Yeah, but what if Notre Dame surges and NC State? There's not gonna be six teams or I don't see Notre Dame getting Basically, then you're putting no. Are you putting Notre Dame ahead of Cuse? Cuse mode? Yeah, Notre Dame's ahead of Cuse mode in, okay. rank, in my ranking. Neither of those teams are in the conversation. Let's just <laughs> please According stop. to Luke, they are. Let's they just are. please stop. They According are. to Luke, they are. Knock it off. Uh, then we have our games to look forward to starting on Monday. 11, or that would be tonight, right? Yes. yes. 11, 11, Louisville at 6, Florida State. I cannot wait to tune into this. It's a banner game. Yep. Florida Next. State in this one. FSU at home. They got too many guys playing. They, got, they, play, they play 10 guys. Give me yeah. Louisville. I will be taking Florida State. At home, yeah. Let's go. Against everyone else. Uh, 20 West Virginia at Texas. Give me Texas. Is this Shaka Smart's win? This is Shaka Smart's Because WVU is fraud. Give me Texas. I hate West Shaka Virginia. Shaka's signature give me win? Texas. Yes, sir. Give me give some me of that. <laughs> I'm the only one that's going to pick West Virginia, not because I like them, but because I hate Texas. Texas is Actually, you know what? I hate both teams. You know this is Give me West Virginia. I'm sorry. Texas is so bad. They're not going to get it done. I, I'm sorry, boys. I wanted to for the culture. But. Yeah, it would have been a mean pick, but we respect. Let's see if your Ani and Oklahoma State can pull off one at one Kansas. Nope. Not seeing this Wait, one. they're playing Kansas again? Yep. I feel like they've played them Three like times. four times already. Yeah, I agree. Oh, maybe. Oh, I or am know. I confusing Kansas with Texas Tech? I, I don't yeah. know. Your Ani and Oklahoma State? No. The blenders are not no, winning. Thanks. No way. No. <laughs> Three fingers to the sky. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here we are. <laughs> um, we have four Dayton at George Mason tomorrow. George Mason is not that good of a team, but they're a spooky team, in my opinion. Cap. That could pull an upset Cap. in this game. Cap. Just because they made that one Final Four run in 06. I love And George Mason my favorite founder. I've expressed this several times to you guys. Uh, and we have expressed how we really don't Mason know anything about him. <laughs> yep. That's fair. I think... Hmm, I think... This is really bold, but I think George Mason's going to win this game. And you guys slander me all you want on Thursday oh, no. if I get it wrong. <laughs> oh, God, that's a damn I'm bad gonna pick. I'm going to pick Dayton. Yeah, I, pick will Dayton. Be, I will be well, picking yeah, the it's team a, with it's the bold. National Player of the Year. Give me Dayton. I think George Mason's going to win because they're going to shoot the ball really well at home. Uh, but then we have old, um, sorry, Iowa and Michigan State. 18 at 24. I think Iowa loses on the road. I, I do too. I'm going to take the Hawks like in this Sparty. one. I like Sparty. I like Sparty in this one. Iowa doesn't play at all. I'm a, I'm a more of a Hawkeye, Hawkeye fan, fan than Luke. Yeah, yeah you're more of a Hawkeye fan than me, and that's just kind of ridiculous. That is saying something. That is really ridiculous. DePaul at Xavier. Xavier needs to win this one. Uh, I think they do. I think, I think they get it done. Get done. Uh, how about this? Maction. Top of the Mac. I Ac- love Maction. Akron at Bowling Green. This is one you're going to want to tune into. However, Zip ESPN screwed us again. Oh, ESPN big F you to ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know the it. Mac like we do. Even yeah. ESPN. They Never do not ESPN know the Mac screw like us again, bro. I got BGSU, Bowling Green. Give me Akron on the road. Zippity-doo-dah. Zippity-doo-dah. That's how they're going to the conference. Got to stick by it. Um, and then we have, moving forward, Drake at Loyola Chicago, two teams that pose a threat to UNI in the conference tournament. And we have 22 Texas Tech at Oklahoma. Oklahoma with an upset here or no? I don't see Tortilla it. Tortilla Bros can have a down game. That's Oklahoma, why I said They absolutely can. Oklahoma has been giving Texas Tech problems. I don't know why, but it just seems like I actually see Oklahoma winning this game. I'm going to take that. And I hate, I hate Oklahoma. I like Texas Tech. Even. I hate Oklahoma more than, like, anyone. They're going to sneak into the tournament as a nine seed, and I'm going to be baffled that they got in. Oklahoma's gonna not going to get dirty. Oklahoma's not going to mm-hmm. get in. That's absurd. Uh, but NC State at North Carolina, in-state rivalry. Excuse you for calling that absurd, Luke. I believe it was last week that you said Oklahoma was most definitely a bubble team. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to sneak in. Okay. Uh, I think every team, like, with a record of three games over 500 is a bubble team for Luke. Uh, and then 
like I said, we have NC State in North Carolina. In-state rivalry, if NC State loses this one, are they They're kinda, done. Are they toast? They're toast. They're not and quite toast. Bid State has bad luck against North Carolina. They lose against them almost always. And then the next game we look forward to is Memphis at SMU. And I got to ride the ponies in this game because I said they were going to win earlier this podcast, and I think the ponies do make the tournament. I'm going to saddle up for this one, too. Saddle up, baby. Ride the ponies. I got the Tigers of Memphis. Boogie Ellis is going to be the difference maker in this one. Yeah, I got been, Memphis. He has not been a difference maker all year, though, unfortunately. Um, and then we have Alabama at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a bubble team. Give me Bama. Alabama's Kira Lewis. on the road. Give me Bama. As much as I love Kira Lewis, I called Mississippi State going to the tourney, so I'm going to pick the Bulldogs. I think the Bulldogs win this one, too, actually, at home. Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Yes, sir, roll, roll Tide. And when I say that, Alabama wins. Yeah, I, that's I'm true. kind of the prophet when it comes to Bama. Yeah, uh, Utah scary. State has San Jose State at home. Utah State's going to keep on winning. Yes, yep, they, they are. Because are they going to win right into the uh, tournament when we almost canceled them, when we effectively canceled them out like three months ago? Well, you guys can. Please make the tournament, Utah State. Sam I really Merrill. want to pick Alex you guys. is hopping on the Aggie hype train. Mm-hmm. Let's go. They got a lot of talent and a lot of great players, but they just have not been able to put it poor together. Se- poor season, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of getting it together now at least, though. Yeah. When it matters. Uh, Wednesday, we have the Red Storm at 12 Villanova. Noah's going to keep rolling. Noah's got some nice games coming, favorable games coming up. So I think that they're actually going to jump pretty high next week's rankings if we have some upsets. Um... Rutgers at 16, Penn State. I think Penn State bounces Penn back. Penn State, State bounces back. back. They'll most definitely bounce back. Rutgers I'm on the sorry. road. Rutgers it's on the road. It's not at the rack. Yeah. Oh, boy. Are we, star- are we starting to worry about Rutgers at all? No. Yes. A little bit away from home. I and love The NCAA I tournament love, is really No, I'm talking about like them making the tournament. Yes. No, I'm not. Ooh, yes. Not I don't know. I think they need that. one more win before Big Ten tournament. I am very worried about them making the tournament. I think that, yeah, they need one or two more. Yeah. And this this would be a defining win if they, they play at Penn State, then against Maryland and at Purdue. Tough games coming down the stretch. But if they can win one of those three, like I'm not asking for much. Gonna, I'm asking for one of three. That's all I need from my Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. Got a big one in the SoCon Wednesday night too. Furman at UNC Greensboro, twenty three and six. Ooh, that is a big big one. FU to ESPN for ESPN Plus. Okay, again. but at the same time, like, listen, nobody hates ESPN more than me. But I disagree. I cannot stand ESPN. <laughs> but. But do we expect them to put on every SoCon game that we like? No, but when it's like 14 West Virginia versus like 23 Texas Tech like a couple weeks ago. Like that's well, when they're, yes, when okay, they're I, I agree putting on like Big 12 women's basketball ahead of it, I think that that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> like, well, back to what you said, Wesley, I would actually prefer not to watch West Virginia basketball. Oh, well, I liked watching Texas Tech basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SFA, SFA comes back home against Northwestern State, get a win there, and they're 25-3. and three. Yeah. SFA is for real. Buy in. What seed do you think they'll get in the tournament? 13. They get no respect, so probably 12. Um, they, could be, they, could be, they could be an 11 or a 10. Easily. Easily. I mean, their body of work has done nothing but prove that they deserve an 11 or a 10, but they'll probably get a 12. Um, Maybe a 13. We have Georgetown at Marquette, and every time Georgetown and Marquette play, Mac McClung just pisses off Alex. And I think he'll piss him off like... A lot this week, I think. Has that Mac George McClung played wins. a couple games or no? I know Omar Yurt Seven's back, but did Mac McClung? He'll be play? back for Marquette. I think he loves back, playing yeah. against Marquette, so he likes dueling with Marcus Howard, but it hasn't gone well with him as of late. George, I think Georgetown wins that game on the road at Marquette. I would disagree. I would disagree as well. Uh, we have nine Maryland at Minnesota. This would be a huge win for Minnesota. They need to win out almost to get Luke, in. Look, they're not getting in. They they, they have the second to toughest out. schedule according to Ken Palm. But still. That only makes up for so much. Marquette so, has the fifth, according to SoCon. According to Ken, Ken Palm. SoCon. <laughs> or, my bad, my bad. Ken Palm. SoCon ride. on the mind. But Minnesota's 13 and 13, and they are 11th in the Big Ten. That's not getting them in the tournament. Well, if there's anybody that can stop Anthony Cowan Sticksmith as a duo, it would be Marcus Carr and Daniel Oturo. That's true. Um, big one at home for Florida. Chomp, chomp, Gator Swamp. Uh, LSU comes into Florida. I think Florida wins at home. I think LSU wins this, and I think people are going to say, oh, whatever, they should have beat them. But I think it's going to be a big win for LSU at the Swamp. I like Florida. Chomp, chomp, I like Florida swamp. here as well. And then we have Utah at Stanford at, for our Pac-12 after dark game. So not a great game. But if Stanford wins, they're 19-9, and 
if you, they might replace USC again. And man, that's just such an irritating conference. Like, we're supposed to cover everything because that's kind of our that's kind of our mo here at Made in March. You know, we cover every relevant game, and we can't deny that a Stanford game is relevant because they're on the bubble. I saw them in like a first four out list. Yeah, but it, I find it so difficult to care about Stanford and USC. Like, I just don't care about them. And that Very wrap, relevant. And that definitely wraps up well. Wednesday's games. Oh, what, a, what a great note to end on, me <laughs> complaining. Um, but anyways, this was a fun podcast. We will be coming back with another one on Thursday. What are we thinking for the special segment? Are we going to break down the Wall of Bold predictions? I think we, we should. I think we will break down at least half of the Wall of Bold predictions. We have a lot of them up there. We do. Two new additions coming up today. Absolutely. Um, once again, make sure to go give us a follow on Instagram. We are rapidly growing there, as are our podcast numbers. Our last episode set a listens record in like the three-day span that we um, have between episodes. So make sure to subscribe to Made in March You're not going to want to stop listening now. Now is the time to keep yeah, listening. Yeah, now is the time to tell your uh, family and friends about Made in March. Well, actually... You want to make money, don't you? You want, Yeah. We'll you want to make money, so maybe don't tell your... Uh, Family and friends, if they're in your bracket pool, but <laughs> but we need to grow. So tell your friends. But anyways, until next time, this is Main March.